Bollywood dance has long made its strides into American communities. With it comes the rise of many dance studios. One dance studio in particular is the fastest growing, with branches in Toronto, Southern California, Bay Area, and Chicago. RRB Dance Studios was founded by the winner of Dance India Dance, Rajat Rocky Bhatta, and one of the top 20, Tosha Patel. I sat down with Tosha to discuss what goes into making RRB the success it is today. First of all, how did you get into your industry of dance? Okay, so I've been dancing since I was like five. <laughs> and um, I literally, um, since I saw my mom dance, I've always been um, into dancing. Um, I started off like with ballet, jazz, and all of that. Oh. And then um, I didn't really like it as much because I was like more prone to like the Indian crowd. Right, and, like, right. The Indian, um, <laughs> people and like friends and it was easier to make friends with Indians and yeah. the culture especially with your parents <laughs> yes, so yes. Um, my mom um, put me into this company called Aria in New Jersey okay. and then ever since then I've just been dancing my whole oh, life yeah okay. so it's, it's literally in my blood and in my mom's <laughs> blood too <laughs> okay so I know that Bollywood dancing is like a very specific genre of dance and it's becoming increasingly popular in yep. America. So have you found that it's been like a lot more equal in the sense of like the number of men and women that participate in it? Or do you see like a divide? Um, I think growing up there has definitely been a divide, um, especially for girls I would say usually you tend to see more girls mm -hmm. but at the same time parents are more conservative with girls right. and trying to put them in dance class right. so it's I think it's both but at the same time I feel like guys are also um, least likely to join a <laughs> dance class because they don't feel like they um, they see other guys doing it or it's right. a girl art form and right. girls only dance but I think nowadays the trends are changing. Right. And I think um, I think I see a lot more like boys and girls, especially with RV now. Yes, like yes. we have an equal amount of girls and boys. So yeah. So how did you get into starting your own dance studio? Did you have experience working for someone else first, and then you decided to branch out, or did you just want to yeah. want to do it? Um, so I've been dancing my whole life and um, teaching. I've taught kids like in Mundur's at my own company. Like I've literally been teaching in like New York, um, in college, all throughout. So um, I have been I have been teaching and I've been doing all that. So um, I think that's what led me to fulfill this as our passion. Um, both me and Rajat like ever since we were little we always wanted our own studio our own dance company Aww. so doing this together is definitely a dream come true yeah that's so great so i know you guys your dance company has grown a lot in the past yeah. couple years you started how many years ago we started in 2016 oh, in okay. september so only four um, years ago we only started one location so that location was in chino and then not that long ago actually <laughs> and then we expanded into chicago bay area oh toronto and we're just trying to take this thing nationwide that's so, so great yeah so you were literally fastest growing dance company i've ever seen uh, what would you say has like led to that success like why do you think it's becoming so popular so quickly I think it's the drive and the motivation that we have um, and like the drive to just keep pushing ourselves. Yeah. I think we don't settle down for just one thing. Right. We like, yes, we have like one location, but we just want to like do it all. So I think it's the passion that we have for dance that we want to like 
make sure we pass on this message to all the kids and just pass on what we learned and what we didn't have growing up basically yes. to provide that for all the kids yes so yeah okay so is is dance what you studied in or are studying in college no <laughs> It's nowhere near what I'm studying in college. Um, I'm actually, I was actually a pre-med major. Oh. Um, I studied uh, biology in uh, Boston University. And then um, after that, I was like, hey, mom, dad, uh, I don't think I can do this. But I'm actually still in health. So I'm doing health informatics and stuff. Um, Obviously, coming from a Desi household, you need to have some kind of side. But this is our passion project. So we do love it. And um, I mean, it's becoming a full-time thing now, right, so right. it's it's growing and it's great. So, so yep. do you think your passion for dance is always shown through, no matter what you've been doing? Oh yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Okay, okay. always. <laughs> okay. So, what is one thing you didn't expect to start doing when you had the business, rather than just being a choreographer and teaching the kids, but like mm-hmm. something that you had to do for like the business itself for its livelihood? that you didn't realize you were going to have to do going into it? Oh, there was a lot of obstacles with like growing a business, of course. Um, the admin side. Yes, mm-hmm. we love teaching. We love dance. But just the business side of it is right. very um, not – it's like basically like you're a dancer preneur. Oh, um, okay. I don't know. I We came up with this term. <laughs> <laughs> so you're basically a dancer and you're a business like trying to combine it all. So uh-huh. I think it's um, – yeah, just like identifying all the business stuff and how to like get your way through and stuff. It's it's challenging. Yeah. yeah. So I know that dance is your passion, but maybe running a studio isn't like as dreamy as it can seem uh-huh. like at some times. Yeah. So has there ever been a point where you're just like, I just want to go back to just dancing for myself or just teaching kids at the Monday instead of having a big full-fledged dance company? Um, no. Oh, okay. So there's just, <laughs> there's just this gratifying moment when you see the kids and when you have your own place and you're just teaching and then you see the outcome and the results in these kids that keep you going so you forget about the 10% that's negative (laughs) so all the negative always gets blocked out when you like go into class you see those kids don't get me wrong there are some glitches here and there (laughs) but at the same time like we we just enjoy it so much and like seeing the kids just makes us like happy okay yeah so I've been to a couple of your shows and I really liked your mentality of growing the business along with your with your students and so do you have any examples of how like you saw a person grow and then they ended up being like a a better dancer overall and maybe even continue working for you in the future yeah um so that's like what our program is all about we like develop kids personalities we teach them about culture confidence community like these that's our tagline of Mm -hmm. our um, company and I think those values are instilled with them and they they, we want them to grow up and to become these great humans and great people in life. And just an example, like one of our students, just like she graduated, um, she's a senior now, actually first year in college, and now she's teaching and she's helping us out. So it's just these values that we carry on forward um, that can also help them not only in dance and not only in teaching dance, but like in other life skills like yeah. that they might you know pursue okay. later on. So... So you started RRB with Raja. Three and a half, yeah. Did anyone think you were crazy for starting a business oh, in yeah. the middle of college? Everyone. <laughs> Everyone. All my friends. My, even my parents. They oh, were no. just They're very... Um, and you're doubtful, right? Right. You're very young. You don't know what you're getting into. And even from his family, um, 
it's always that hardship of starting something and it right. takes it takes a while to get it started and especially in the beginning right it's always right. tough to like find the resources yes. the contacts and just to get it off the ground but I think with like like I said with determination and passion like anything is like unstoppable okay. so I think that's definitely what drove us that's um, really great yeah so I know that you come from an Indian background and so in Indian culture we kind of have the idea that the the female they're not the breadwinners yeah. of the family so do you feel like you've broken that mold and you want to c continue pursuing a career where you're in an executive position yes for sure I think all women I think even now like the trends like a lot of like companies and businesses like they have so many females like running and being CEOs and I think that's such a good trend for all women um and I think like even for Indian families, I think the mindset is also changing. Um, I think even my parents, like they're super supportive of this and what I do now. Mm -hmm. in, the, in the beginning, I think any parent is skeptical, right? Because right. they don't realize how, what, what are you going to do? How are you going to do it? Like all these why, what, when questions. But then when you actually do it and you actually like, they see the passion, even my parents like, they came to Jeshan um, last this past in April, and they were just so blown away. Aww. And that was like the most happiest moment for me. Do you think it's easier running this business having a partner? Yes, hundred and ten percent. Oh gosh, especially with like decision making and just you need that person to give an opinion, even though you know what to do and you need like you got it, but that just like solidifying yes or no. Like it comes from that second second opinion, and I think right. having that second opinion anywhere in uh -huh. life, like let's say in school, right? You need right. your parent to tell you yes or no, <laughs> or your friend to guide you. Right. So I think um, having him is like, it's like it's the best. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. I think the expansion that you had is really impressive, not because it's just concentrated in California, but it's oh, like yeah. all over America. Mm -hmm. So how do you go about like um, having that like? location where you can't be there all the time oh yes and it's like hard. how how does that play out because I've always been wondering yeah. myself how do you have a Chicago branch and a Bay Area yeah. branch when you're not yeah. there all the time it, it's hard um it's definitely hard but at the same time I think um we do have processes in place of course we have directors mm -hmm. so we have like weekly director meetings um we'll meet we'll like fly in we'll have directors like we'll all meet together we'll go on a retreat or all our teachers will fly in we'll meet um, but at the same time, we're always involved and they're always, um, we're literally always helping them. Like every like phone call, the meetings. So actually the directors are so good that even if me and Raja don't even go, like <laughs> everything would be fine. So could you break down how like the, like the hierarchy system, I guess, is for like yeah. your, the people that work and yeah. like, because it seems like it's a lot more like self-running, which uh -huh. is really, really great yeah. for a business. So with us and our company, what makes us really different is we don't actually have a hierarchy system. Like everything, everyone has like a, such a huge part in our company. Like me and Roger are directors. Um, we don't even call ourselves a CEO. <laughs> when you called me that, I was like, oh, okay. Um, so we actually the directors. We just, and all our teachers, like they're also just directors of choreography. Like same with like Chicago, Area, Toronto. Like they're their own directors. Mm -hmm. So if they want to teach something, like they, everything's actually collectively on a universal curriculum that mm -hmm. we created. Oh, okay. Um, but in terms of like choreography, they can always add in their elements. Um, admin team. I mean, everyone has their own field. Right. So yeah. So we have like the CEOs that you called <laughs> it. Um, 
Then like the choreographers and directors mm. and then like our admin team. Then we have a marketing team. Okay, and then okay. we have like our production team <laughs> and our lighting team for all our shows. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Okay. I noticed that at one of your shows, Rajat mentioned how you guys are very cost effective when it comes yeah. to your pricing for the students that come. So could you break that down? Because I know recently um, dance companies have been really jacking up their prices and more and more um, people are less inclined to go yes. and pursue yeah. arts just because it's becoming more expensive. Yeah, we really wanted to make this a cost effective program, especially for kids that you know can't really afford that much of income into a side activity um, and through that we have a membership model mm-hmm. so you come in you take as many classes as you want um, two to three classes usually most students take two to three um, and we have different styles that are offered like Bali hop Bollywood contemporary Gata, um, Granatium like Bali hop so so many different styles that are offered um, come in you take as many and it's just 109 a month Oh, okay. So it's super, super cost mm-hmm. affordable, and a lot of a lot of parents actually love the love the membership model. Right. Because, and at the same time, it works out for us because as like the owners or the directors or the creative directors, we love seeing kids grow in different styles. Right, right. Um, it's just so important for them to grow as dancers. And if me and him wanted a dance company, um, I think this is what it would be. Okay. Um, growing up. Yeah. Just being able to learn different styles. Like right. usually I had to go to a Kathak teacher, then yes. I would go to a Bollywood company, and then I would have to go to a hip hop company. That's what yes. I did growing up. Yes. So now if it's like one stop for uh-huh. everything, why not for 109 a month? Yeah. Yeah. So the membership, it's like a monthly model, right? They yeah. Pay. Yeah. So it's a monthly model, but we have like three different options. So right. three months, six months, 12 months. Oh, depends okay, on how much okay. they, they commit to. So then having that one-stop shop and then like the membership model, do you think that's contributed to the longevity of your company, like getting students to be continue yeah. returning? Yes, I and, think so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it definitely helps because with the membership model, like usually like it's just that first um, initial step, right? Mm-hmm. Once they're in, like we have long-term clients for right. like 10, 10 years, <laughs> like five to 10 years, uh-huh. right? So I think it's definitely a good good way to get them. Okay. Yeah. And I liked the way that you guys have been approaching advertising by involving your students. Yeah. I've seen a lot of videos that you've made with the students yeah, in your classes. Yeah, we love it. Rolling around <laughs> on Facebook. I know. And I think that's a really unique approach to advertising because yeah. it, it gets the kids involved. It gets them excited. Yeah. So what's your take on that specifically? We love it. We love making videos with kids, and I think it's such a good way to market and just um, just being able to make those videos mm-hmm. is like awesome because the kids get an opportunity to be on camera. Yeah. At the same time, they're <laughs> dancing, and um, workshop culture is huge right now mm-hmm. um, with the Desi dance community. I don't know if you've heard, but um, it's huge. Like workshops are like the newest thing. Mm-hmm. So just um, to bring that in for the kids is awesome. I think. I would consider our academy very modern. Yes. Um, with everything in general, mm-hmm. like you mentioned, like advertising, the way we approach dance, everything. It's very, very modern. Right. So, yeah. right. so this is just like a really great like business model. But then I know that dance companies that have been that have been started earlier, especially in like very. Um, for in case of Bollywood and very like central South Asian locations. So since you've been expanding out, how do you maintain that personal touch that every other like dance academy has where they're only centered in one location? And then how do you feel, how do you find yourself competing with them? In terms of keeping personal touch, mm-hmm. um, 
we, uh, our teachers, um, I think are so good with building community within their classes, even with me and him, like every location in SoCal, or even if they have different, like our teachers, like just building that community vibe, like we all know it. And if all of us are doing it collectively, um, it'll just happen masses. Right. Right. So I think that's one thing that we have, like our foundation, our team is so strong mm-hmm. that um, it just spreads. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. I know that a lot of people in, especially in terms of dance, kind of have like the one that they've been going to since they were little. Yeah. And so how have you seen like your I, I guess I would call it the turnover rate. Like, how have you seen a lot of people, like, abandoning the typical traditional style of just sticking with one dance academy yeah. and, like, switching over to you where you offer a lot more different um, styles of dance? We've definitely seen that switch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's just um, the mindset um, amongst the parents and the kids and the kids themselves wanting to learn more. Right. Um, especially if you're passionate, right? Like if you're a passionate dancer, you want to do more than one style mm-hmm. and you want to like be versatile. Right, right. So as a company, we love when kids come and just, just, just en- end up enjoying it. I think that's, yeah. that's what it is. Um, when they first come in, we're, they're always hesitant, but they just, they love it. They that's just, great. I think the vibes and the way we are as people, like, um, the way we build their, personalities and stuff I think it just yeah it's it's fun and I think one more thing that's really central to like dance companies longevity is like building a lot of connections within the dance community yeah exactly and like you mentioned your workshops you've been bringing a lot of like famous people famous dancers from India over here and like how did you form those connections how have you maintained those connections and how are you growing them to continue growing with your dance academy yeah I mean we've both been um, dancing for a while now Mm -hmm. and um, especially like dancing on dancing to dance and you know all that and being recognized like I was top 20 Rajat won the show like we've both been on like a national level platform to develop those connections it obviously takes time Mm -hmm. over time and um, obviously, after now having such a stable company and being recognized um, by some of these choreographers that we have such a stable company, mm-hmm. um, it's it's hard to maintain. But um, yeah, you have to put in the yeah, work you have to maintain. To put, exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. So, um, what would you have said to the dosha that was making RRB of three and a half years ago? What advice do you have for her? Something that you've learned along the way that you feel like, I wish I knew when I was just starting out. To not let things get to you. Um, okay. To not, um, to always just keep uh, keep doing things um, like for yourself and for the community and to like the 10% that's negative always to just let it, just block it out. Okay. Like, originally I used to get so like, it just affect, affect me, you know, if Aww. one parent said something, then it affects you. Right. But, um, if, but you have to look at the mess. Like as long as everyone's enjoying then don't worry about that, that one, that right. one out of the 500 <laughs> students, you know? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I think what was really, um, and unique about your dance company is that you have like a very big production aspect you mm-hmm. include a lot of kids in your shows yeah and something that i d- uh, recently saw is how you're letting students choreograph their own dances oh, yes. for um rrb's got talent yeah. so like what's the behind the scenes part because i know you will know that better than anyone yeah. else rrb's got talent is a show that is so dear to our heart um it's actually run by our nonprofit organization which is dance to the rhythm of your heart mm-hmm. so with that nonprofit, um we want to create dance therapy for programs for the kids and um it's it's something dear to both our hearts and i think with this show um organized by it it's 
it's all about the kids. The kids run the lighting. They become the creative producers. Oh. Um, they work with me and him. So five months prior to the show, um, we have production meetings. They basically decide on what backdrops the kids will have. Um, like they run the whole show. They design the brochures, the ticketing, um, the venue, like everything is all done by the kids. Um, we're just guiding them because mm -hmm. I feel like kids should learn a skill yes, yes. Um, of producing a show, right? Yes. Usually we do it behind the scenes, mm -hmm. but the kids have to also learn. So they manage the whole show um, and do all that. So that's that side. Mm -hmm. And then the show side so we basically have the kids choreograph their own acts mm -hmm. um, so you can sign up um, if you want to compete and then um, they spend months just getting together choreographing picking themes um, we of course guide them um, we guide them as much as we can but everything is just their own um, choreography and basically applying what you did in class right. um, and actually choreographing okay. nowadays I think kids are forgetting that um, they go to a party and some of these kids that now know how to choreograph, they're just choreographing songs for parties, <laughs> which is great. Um, so I think um, it's definitely um, a really, a really good platform for these okay. kids. Yeah. And I know with any dance company, every single choreographer, they're going to have their own different style, different touch. So how, like, I guess, how do you make sure that your choreographers and then in, in turn your students maintain that, like, RB touch but have their own flair and like how are you fostering that so we always um tell the kids to develop their own style in class and we do a lot of foundation training okay. with our students during class mm -hmm. that really enhances their own style and brings out their own personality mm -hmm. it's not just about me or Rajat or Shivani or Sira, yeah. like all of our team. It's about you. Yes. So we really make sure the kids like bring in their own style. And as you can see, some of the kids like they they're learning from me, from Rajat, from Shivani, from yes. Sira, and they're getting all the four different things that they could you know they couldn't have ever gotten mm -hmm. and adding their own. So they're becoming like way like <laughs> awesome. So, Yay, yeah. that's great. Yeah. Okay. And for my last question, what advice do you have for future female business owners that are listening to this? I would say just follow your dream, follow your passion. Um, nothing can stop you. Um, RRB was a passion project for me and I seriously deeply love it and if you really have something like that you want to do from the bottom of your heart I would say just go for it um, and hard work really pays off trust me it does <laughs>